The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And now, enjoy today's podcast. Hey guys, welcome to another episode for a wonderful, glorious evening with the Fan the Flames Fellowship. Amen. <laughs> welcome to everyone who has joined us and everyone who's here tonight. Everyone say hi. Hello. Hi. Sounds like plenty of people's <laughs> here. So um, we're just going to open up in prayer first yeah. and um, then we'll get into it. Bubby. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Father, we thank you. Thank you so much that you are an amazing dad. You love being a dad. That's number one. You absolutely love being a dad. You love being a father to us. You love taking care of your kids. Your kids are number one to you. Mm. So, Dad, when I come before you and I ask you for help tonight, yes, Lord. You before your word says you get so excited. You wrote this down and you said, I answer your prayers even before you can finish it. Thank you. It's a love race. <laughs> and he's always going to win. And we, I'm just never going to, I'm never going to, you know. Beat him. Yeah, I tried. <laughs> I said, Lord, come, let's do this. And he said, you know, my word is forever settled in heaven. I said, okay, I'll just give up right there. But Father, I thank you for helping the people tonight. Those who are listening, give them hearts to understand, eyes to see, ears to hear what Dad has to say. Yes, Lord. That's important. Why? Because you want us to go from faith to faith. Mm. You want us to go from glory to glory. That's your heart. And so if I pray that, you're going to gladly do that. And Father, I thank you as Megan speaks tonight. None think, through, think through her, her mind. Mm. Speak through her vocal cords, Dad, and none of her. And all of you. Yeah, everything must be you. And because we need you. And yes. because you are an amazing Dad. And we learn from you. And I thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, kids. <laughs> is that okay to say that? <laughs> yes, it is. Okay. All right. Guys and girls, ladies, ladies, tonight I actually want to talk about, I did my notes and my, while I was going over them, I was like, there are two topics here. <laughs> so <laughs> this isn't working for me. Yeah. So I'm actually going to cover two different things tonight. One, Jesus loves us. And two, the faith to receive that. Mm. <laughs> Okay, can I say my session tonight is called Jesus Loves Me, This I Know. And this is inspired by a wonderful testimony that I read, well, first heard it Mm. uh, while I was hearing the word. And then I went and I looked it up. And I just want to backtrack a little bit to explain to you guys where the testimony came from. Um, Last Wednesday we had Sal and 
Trevor preached on uh, faith works by love and he spoke a lot about knowing the love of the Father mm. because that what, that's what fuels your faith to work. So when I went into that soul meeting, I went in with the intent to hear that night. I was feeling a bit empty if I can call it that. I don't know if any of you have experienced that where you feel exhausted and no matter how much you sleep, you just still feel tired. And I remember hearing a, a portion from a teaching that we've all been listening to from running out to running over where Keith and Kenneth are talking about this and they were explaining the exact same thing, saying, you know, they sleep for hours, but they don't wake up feeling refreshed. And it's because their spirit is empty. Mm. Their spirit is so tired. Yeah. There's no, it's like it's depleted. There's not enough word in it. It's like your battery is flat. <laughs> it's time to recharge. So that's how I was feeling on Wednesday. And I realized if I want to fix this, I need to hear the word. So I went into that meeting with the intent to hear. And I sat and I listened to everything. I made notes. I had my notebook and my pen and everything ready. And I, I just devoured the, the message. Mm. And I really felt like that message was for me. Like the Lord said, I know this is what you need. And I'm giving it to you. And Wednesday, mo Wednesday night, yes, heard the message. Thursday morning, I woke up and I was feeling amazing. Got up, went to go and listen to another love teaching. And in this love teaching called Experiencing the Father's Love, there's a testimony of a pastor in Oregon that would go to this mental institution every single day to go and minister to these patients. And this hospital that he went to had the deranged of the deranged in it. There was no hope of them coming out. And he would go into a room, a padded room, that smelt disgusting inside. I don't even want to describe how the testimony explained it, but it was, for me, I would not be able to go in there. Yeah. So he would go and minister to them and nothing would happen. Nothing. So eventually one day he went in, he took a chair, he put it in the center of the room and he sat there and he sang, Jesus loves me, this I know. For the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. And he sang that for an hour every day for a few weeks. And then after a few weeks had passed, he said he started noticing they were singing along with him. Now, you must understand, these are deranged. Mm. When he would start ministering to them, he would hear moaning and groaning and devilish laughing. So now weeks later, some of them are walking in and they're starting to sing the song with him. A couple of weeks later, I think it was probably about, actually about three months later, some of the people who were in the high care wards were moved from high care to self care. And before the year was up, 36 of the 38 were discharged from the hospital perfect sound mind 
all from hearing the word, hearing the song of Jesus loves me. Because that's what they were singing. Jesus loves me. This I know. Mm. And they were speaking that over themselves every day. First, they were hearing it. Mm. And then they were singing it as well. So it's kind of like you hear the word and you hear it so much that it eventually comes out of your own mouth. Mm. So they started confessing the word over themselves. So that testimony ministered so much to me. It, I can't even tell you how, how I was so blessed to hear the power of the song, of a song, Jesus Loves Me. I mean, we all remember that song when we were kids. Yeah. I mean, we were in Sunday school or little primary school Bible classes, which I loved. And we would literally sing that song, not understanding mm. the power that that song has. Mm. But let me just reiterate, it's not the song, but the truth mm. of the song of Jesus loves us. So needless to say, I heard the word, heard, mm. the, heard the teaching on Wednesday, took the teaching on Thursday morning, listened to a teaching on a Friday morning, was completely and utterly on fire Friday when I went to work. I preached up a storm <laughs> because faith had come. Yeah. I'd heard the word and the testimony. Let's not even talk about the testimony because I was going, Jesus loves me, this I know. <laughs> that was what I was preaching at work on yeah. Friday. Like people were bringing these problems and I was like, you know, what? at the end of the day, Jesus loves me. Yeah. He loves me, yeah. you know. So anyway, um, what I wanted to mention is I heard the word. That was one of the one of the important things. Wednesday when you preached and then Thursday and Friday, I heard the word. I sat down with the intent to hear the word. Mm. I made notes because I knew this is how I'm going to take myself from that empty place into a full place feeling refreshed. Praise God. So, <laughs> so we know, how does faith come? Faith, yes, faith yes. comes by hearing the word. But you also know that you can sit in a cell meeting mm. and you cannot hear the word. Yeah. I mean, you can sit there hearing the word. You, you can hear someone talking, but you're not intentionally sitting to hear. I just want to express how important that part is. Yeah. Come to Saul or tune in when we've got Saul. Listen to the message yeah. because you don't know what the Lord is bringing upon that might be for you to hear. Yes. Because had I not listened on Wednesday night with the full intent to hear, I would not have been lifted up for the rest of the week. I would have felt empty and still yeah. being moaning about feeling so tired. So I encourage you that when you are listening to a teaching, mm. listen with the intent to hear, because those who mm. listen to hear, more will be given, as the word says. Um, let me throw this in. Listen or pay attention, absorb. That's what you, that's what you want to do. You've come to absorb. And I just want to, I, I just want to throw yes, something Yes, you're like a sponge. Yeah. Yeah. So I listen to podcasts mostly off of my phone. 
And then I've got this thing. If I see a notification on my phone, I don't <laughs> like it. So I've got it. To me, it's like a, it looks like a messy room. Because you see this little red dot, you know, and sometimes it says two and then three over here. And I'm like, <laughs> now the podcast is playing. Now I've got to get rid of it. And it's got to be done right now. Yes. And then I'll do that. And before long, you catch yourself drifting. Yes. You know, you've just missed out on what the minister is saying. So you know what I do? Oh, I'm not going to let that happen again. So I go and close those windows. And then I will go and deliberately rewind. And I'll let that minister talk again. That's the nice thing about downloads. You can say to the minister, just hold on. <laughs> and then you can rewind and let him start again from the beginning. And there were times, um, I also want to say this, there were times where my mind was very noisy. Yes. And, uh, you know, ministers talking, talking, and it's, it's a good message, man. I love the message. And I'm not paying attention, and I catch all of a sudden thoughts coming across my mind. Man, this thing's noisy. I say, okay, no problem. You, you want to play dirty. Then what I do is I stop the message and I rewind again. We start all over from the beginning. <laughs> That's how you crucify your flesh. Yes. That's exactly how you put your flesh under. You never, ever allow your flesh to dictate yes. and to control. Because what's the most important thing here? Are we listening to this message because we want God to see how good we are? Mm. No, we're listening to the message because we want faith to come. Yes. Why? Because faith grows up. Yes. And ultimately, there's fruit coming from this. So if I'm not getting this message, then I'm not getting faith. And that's what Megan's saying here. Yes. And if I'm not getting faith, I can't get the fruit. Say goodbye to the fruit. Just accept it. Then I'll start the message again. And then I'll be 15 minutes into it. And my mind's drifting off. Crucify that thing. I'll just stop it right there. Mm. I, I, I tell my flesh, hey. We can do this all day. <laughs> and you would. <laughs> yeah. We've got 10 messages to get through. This is a 10-part series. We're only on part one. I can do this the whole day. I tell you what, that devil will get up and leave immediately. Because he's like, oh, no, I don't want to yeah. listen to this again. And when your flesh realizes that you are the boss, when I'm saying you, I'm talking about the, the, the inward man. Mm. I'm talking about your spirit. Then all of a sudden... Uh, your flesh will get in line when it sees that you're taking authority your flesh will get in line and all of a sudden i'm tuned in the thoughts are gone and man i feel amped up because i heard that thing three or four times already <laughs> but spirit man wins faith wins jesus wins so that's i just wanted to throw that in <laughs> that's fine totally threw me off fire but it's okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, so just to, to go back to what I was saying is that there's two topics to cover on this. The fact that Jesus loves us, and we know many people know that Jesus loves them, yeah. but they are not so fully convinced of it that they are in a place where there is faith in it. Yeah. So we've already determined how does faith come? It comes by hearing. Yeah. So how do we develop in our knowledge of God's love for us. We listen to teachings on the love of God yeah. over and over and yeah. over until you experience what I experienced on sort of on Thursday 
but Friday the burst of faith came. Hallelujah. And it was from listening to the word, I made it deliberate to listen. Mm. I wanted to hear because I came expectant. Mm. And you've got to, you actually have to come expectant to hear from the Lord. And, you know, Friday I had this burst of faith and it felt amazing. I I literally felt refreshed. Mm. Now, I don't want to say go after the bursts of faith. No. Because that's not what we're after. We're after the lifestyle of faith. Mm -hmm. We're after that happening all the time because the just shall live by faith. Mm. And who are the just? We are the just. We are the just, and that is how we are supposed to live. I mean, the Lord said to me one day, he said, you should be living by faith in everything, in everything, your groceries, buying clothing, Mm. your job, your fuel, your housing. Everything should be achieved by faith. You shouldn't actually be using, (laughs) and and marriage, yes, your spouse. (laughs) And you should be using your faith to repair marriages as well. Yeah. I mean, I, I heard a story today. Well, a young guy who is having issues in his relationship. And I said to him, the Lord can help you. If you've mm. got faith in him to fix it, yeah. he will fix it for you. But you have to trust in him. So faith comes by hearing the word. Faith comes by hearing the preached word under the anointing. That's it. Not just any word, yeah. but the, the anointed word preached. And it needs to be listened to every single day. Mm. And depending on how aggressive you are will be dependent on how much word you listen to. Obviously, the more you listen, yeah. the quicker you get to your destination at the end of the day. But let's not forget about scripture because mm. scripture is important. You've got to use the scripture to back up everything. You must know the scripture because your faith must be in the word. Yeah. You know, and I mean, when you listen to the teachings, you can line it up with the word. So I say, I emphasize, listen to the preached word all the time mm. on whatever it is you're believing for like you're believing for your spouse you listen to what you have been doing you're listening to teachings on marriage and the spouse and how to be a good spouse and all of that and faith comes yeah you believing for a house what are you going to do you're going to listen to teachings on how to believe for a debt-free house or how to pay off your house Whatever the case may be, you're believing for a job. You listen to teachings that build up your faith to believe for a job. Yeah. But let me just say that all of that is rooted in one simple truth. Jesus loves you. Mm. And if you don't know how much Jesus loves you, you will never be able to receive what he's got for you. Absolutely. Because it's confidence in his love that will help you achieve those Mm. things that you are reaching for. Um, The Lord said to me this morning when I was sitting down and writing these notes, he said to me, use the father-son analogy, Mm. which is something he always uses with me. That's actually how he always talks to me. And he said to me, in a relationship with a father and the son, if or or daughter, if the child Mm. is too afraid to go to their parent to ask them for something, It's because they don't believe that that parent loves them. Mm. They're afraid of them. Mm. I'm not talking about reverencing your parent. I'm talking about you actually fear them. 
you think they're going to say no because mm. you don't have confidence in the love that they have for you. Mm. And that is how we treat God. We treat God like, oh, I'm too, no, he's going to say no. Why would he give that to me? Yeah. And he's saying, we are supposed to have such confidence in him that we don't hesitate to come before him and ask him for things. Yeah. Well, actually, in our case, receive what's already been laid up for us. Yes. So hear the word continuously, the preached word, sorry, yeah. the preached word on the love of Jesus for you mm. to build up your faith in that area so that you can Go after those things that you desire, mm. whether it be a house, a car, a job. Mm. All those things are available to you. Yes. The Lord already knows what you need. So he's already put that stuff. Should I say, he said to me, when you walk the ways that I tell you to, you will intercept the things that I have for you. Mm. Those things have already been put on your path. Yeah. Everything. I mean, Psalms 139 says that he planned our day out. Every day is planned and written in a book. Praise God. So you... You can't possibly think that he didn't consider a spouse, he didn't consider a job, he didn't consider a roof over your head. Yeah. But when you know that he loves you, mm. then you know that those things are already ready there for you. And you can go to him and ask him for it. And you know that he has already given it to you. You don't have to worry about that. Mm. Um, and then... Like I was saying, because, you know, like I think a lot of people get moved by those little spurts of faith that come. Yes. And that was also something the Lord showed me this morning. He just said to me, like, be careful of going after those little spurts of faith. You know, you, you get into a little bit of word, you build yourself up, and then you get this little bit of faith, and then you have this dry spell again. Yeah. And I can testify to that. I felt that. Mm. You, you listen to the word consistently for a week. You're doing all the right things. You can feel your faith. And, and you're ready to go after those things, and then you miss a day. Mm. And then when you miss one day, you miss two days. Mm. And you're like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Well, guess what? You can forget about that faith because that faith went right down, and now you have to start all over again. So don't desire those spurts of faith. Desire to live like that every day. Mm. So listen to the word, the preached word mm. under the anointing every day. I, I'm just going to keep saying that because I don't think the believers get it. No, we've been, it's been drummed into us. Read your word, read your word, mm. read your word. And I was doing that mm. and I wasn't feeling anything. Mm. I mean, I was learning about the word, mm. but I didn't feel faith rise up like I do when I listen to the anointed preached word. That's it. So if you're not listening to the anointed preached word, all I can say is make a point of listening to the preached word every single day. And I can guarantee you, you will feel a difference. Yeah. You'll feel a difference in everything because you will have the confidence to go before the Lord and ask him for things. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely working on the faith in the love that Jesus has for us because mm -hmm. I really believe that that is your foundation yes. for every... <laughs> Check Marius. <laughs> that is your faith foundation for everything you're believing in. If you get the love right... You, you won't have a problem. There will be no hindrance to whatever you're believing for. So let's see. Yeah, we are the just. We'll live by faith. And remember, 
like God is pleased with faith. Mm. He is pleased with us living by faith. It's because when we are living by faith, God is active in our lives in every area of it. You know, you're giving him free reign and everything in the kingdom is achieved by faith. Um, So when we build our faith and we use it, we please our father because we actually make ourselves available or, or should I say we actually build ourselves to be able to live the life that he predestined for us. So why must we live a mediocre life mm. the way the world is living? They live in the natural and everything's according to their feelings when the Lord is like, if you live by faith, you live above all of that. Mm. So now imagine when you're filling yourself up with the preached word on the love that Jesus has for us, we can achieve anything we want to, absolutely anything we want to. So I have got some scriptures that I just want to read. Mm-hmm. I mean, for those who are logged in, um, listening to this podcast, the scriptures are actually going to be like you hearing the word <laughs> because I'm going to be reading it and you're going to be hearing it. Yeah. And so are the ones who are here tonight. But I'd actually like you to jot down these scriptures because I want you to go in your own private time and read these scriptures because they are love scriptures. Mm. And what are we trying to aim for? We're trying to aim to build ourselves up in the knowledge of the love of Jesus for us. Yeah. When you do that, then you are literally, like Billy Brim says, you live above the fray. You live above this natural world because you've got access to a supernatural father Mm. and you've got access to everything that's already been laid up for you. And you've got access to it because you know your father loves you. You are not deceived by that. You are so fully convinced by that. So let me read some of these scriptures. I have seven scriptures. I know you guys are excited about it. So, (laughs) (laughs) So I'm... Not too concerned about the translations that are that I'm reading them from, so you can do your own study. I just want you to do one thing for me, and that is in your private time, in your private time, I want you to personalize the scripture. My first scripture, and if you've got a pen and paper, I just want you to jot this down quickly. And the first scripture is John 3:16. Everybody knows John 3.16. I've got it from the NIV, yeah, but you can read any translation you want to. But I want you to personalize it. So it says, for God so loved the world. Now I want you to change that and I want you to read it like this. For God so loved me. You've got to personalize it so you make it real to yourself. For God so loved me that he gave me his only son, that whosoever, me, that whosoever believes in him, which is me, shall not perish, but have everlasting life or eternal life here. Then the second scripture is 1 John 4, 9 to 11. It says, this is how God showed his love to me he sent his one and only son into the world that i might live through him this is love not that i loved god but that he loved me 
and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for my sins. Dear friends, since God so loved me, I also ought to love everyone else. I I mean, that's how I would say it, one another. So your first two scriptures is John 3, 16 and 1 John 4, 9 to 11, for those of you who are writing this down. Our third scripture is 1 John 4, 16. That's my favorite. (laughs) And so I know and Mm. rely on the love God has for me. God is love. Whoever lives in love, namely me, Mm. when I live in love, Oh, wait, let me say that again. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in me. Mm. It might throw you off a little bit because I'm personalizing it, but I just want you to get a little feel for it Mm. of how you should be reading it. Because if you think about it, the word of God is written for you. It's written to you. Mm. I like how you're reading this. Oh, thank you. I just want people to make the connection how personal God is with us that it's not just a random book that he wrote you know he had us on his mind when he put this book together so it just makes sense that you take the time to personalize the scriptures do you mind if i just uh read romans chapter 8 quickly verse 37 to 39 okay because uh when we were doing our faith series what is another word for faith Confidence. Confidence. And then we used another word to be convinced. Remember that? Now watch this. Remember last week's message? Faith works. By love. Faith works. Faith works by love. Okay, so faith works by love. Watch this. Romans chapter 8, verse 37 to 39. No, in all these things, I am more than a conqueror through him that loved me. For I am convinced. I'm convinced. Do you see that? Do you see the connection? Love. Now you see the faith is working. Why? Because he said, in all these things, I am more than a conqueror through him who loves me. This is something that he knows. And then right after that, he says, for I am convinced. You can Mm. say it like this. I am persuaded. You can say it like this. I have faith. Yes. I have faith that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor demons, neither the present, nor the future, nor any powers, neither height, nor depth, nor anything else in creation will be able to separate me from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Praise God. Do you see that the weight, the burden of fear, that's like Mm. an anvil. Yes. That just oppresses you. Mm. That love casts out fear. And because of that, your faith is free. Yes. Your faith can work. What's the first thing he says? He's so convinced of the love that God has for him that he's like this here. No, man. Listen, I've got faith that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor demons, nor the present, nor the future, nor any powers, neither height, nor depth, or anything else in creation will be able to separate me from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. 
you can't get away from faith works by love. Yes. So what is important then? To know how much how much you are loved. Would yes. you say when you read Romans chapter eight, would you say Paul is convinced that God loves him? Yes. Without a doubt. Yeah. Well wasn't He's fully persuaded. Yeah. <laughs> and, and wasn't he the guy that wrote to the church at Corinth? And he wrote First Corinthians chapter thirteen that everyone quotes? Yes. Great. Translation. <laughs> okay. So verse number five is first John three verse one, which is actually one of my favorite scriptures. And it says, See what great love the Father has lavished on us or on me. I must see that I should be called a child of God. And that is what I am. The reason the world does not know me is because it does not know him. Mm. Um, one of the other translations says, see what great love the Father has lavished. Oh, I've already read that. <laughs> <laughs> lavished on us. <laughs> but um, one of the translations, when it says, it says, behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us. I like that version. It says, behold, and behold means to look, to see the love, which means mm. you deliberately have to pay attention to the things around you mm. to, and be grateful for what's happening in your life mm. to behold the love. Mm. You've got to look at that love that is lavished on you. And then verse 6 is John 15, verse 13. And it says, greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. And is that not what Jesus did for us? Yeah. Because people can lie to themselves. But if you were in a position now where you had to give up your life for someone, how many people would do that? Mm. Because it's easy to say, yes, I would. But when you're in that situation and it's facing you, it's not so easy to give up your life. But Jesus didn't even hesitate. No. That's how deep his love was for his father and for us that he gave his life for us. And Jeremiah 31.3, which is my ultimate. From the message translation. Yes, specifically from the message translation is God told them. Well, you know what? God told us. I've never quit loving you and never will. You just never will expect love, love, and some of some more love. <laughs> That's my version of that. Yeah. But it just talks about how endless his love is. Yeah. His love is everlasting. And when you focus on these scriptures, you start seeing this picture of the love that he has for us. Mm. And then how can you ever doubt that anything that you ask of him will be a no. How how can you ever think you can't go to him and ask him for things? But that'll only happen. You can only build that up once you've listened to the preached word on the love of God, on the love of Jesus. Mm -hmm. It should actually be the first thing you listen to mm -hmm. when you wake up in the morning to start your day like that, to build your confidence up in the love of God for you. Yes. A lot of people say, 
you need to focus on walking in love. Mm. I get all of that. But you can't walk in something you don't have. Yeah. So how do you get love? By smothering yourself with love himself. It's the only way. You have to focus on him. You have to focus on hearing him tell you on a daily basis he loves you. He loves you. How's that Keith were teaching? Um, love loves me. And when I preached the last time on love, mm. that was one of the things that I was emphasizing. You should actually walk around and go, love loves me. Yeah. Jesus loves me. This I know. Mm. For the Bible tells me so. Because the Lord doesn't lie. So if he tells you he loves you, you better believe he loves you. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's proved it over and over. And then uh, I just want to add this here because, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that confess their Christianity. There's a lot of people. But if you hear their day-to-day words, they don't sound like Christians at all. So I'm going to go back to Romans chapter 8, verse 37 to 39. If these guys, listen, if they had to, if, if the Apostle Paul had to wear a jean and a t-shirt, <laughs> you, you know what Be I'm saying? Jeans. And he comes in there and he just casually chats. I'm telling you now, most of the church, this is sad, but man, they would feel the need to correct him. They would absolutely hate his guts. Because the minute they start speaking defeat, this is what they believe. No, in all these things, we are more defeated than the world. It's the Christian today. That's the majority of believers today. Going to church. Tongue talkers. Yes. Quote, they they got a Bible. In some cases, they even got a Bible lying on the dashboard of their car next to a stay soft uh, sucky. (laughs) (laughs) But... Look at these words of the Apostle Paul. How did he get here? Did you think about that? Look at his bold words. Is this where you are? Can you say this? Listen, I am more than a conqueror through him that loved me. Most Christians will tell you why they don't have their miracle. They'll, they'll talk themselves out of their miracle. Yes. You, know, you want to know why? They don't believe the love. Mm. It's that simple. They do not believe the love. There's really nothing else to it. But when you believe the love, man, you feel like a, you, you feel like a rocket you can take off. And you'll be talking about life and death and demons and angels and like this guy. (laughs) He says there's nothing present nor in the future nor any powers nor height nor depth nor anything else in all creation that will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Mm -hmm. Are you there yet? Can you talk like Paul? Not yet. You, You know what I'm saying? Can I challenge you on something? Yes. What if... You made it a point to listen to a love message and then go through love scriptures every single day mm. for seven days. Yes. Yes, just start with seven days. I'm telling you, this is not a waste of time. Mm. I'm telling you something right now. If you do this for seven days, just see what God will do for you. Yes. But I'm, I'm talking about 
literally, I mean, I'm talking about paying attention, man. Yes. I'm not saying go and play the podcast and you walk off and you're doing the dishes mm. and, you know, you're doing the ironing and you're busy driving and you're paying attention to this oak and he's cutting you off and you're um, showing him the bird or the eagle or the, you know. <laughs> I'm not talking about that, you know. I'm talking about you sitting down and this is it now. It's with a, a pen and a paper. Pen and paper. And, and your Bible yeah. with the intention to hear. And your mind starts drifting off and you stop the thing and you backtrack and you say we're going to start again i couldn't stop you on wednesday night because we were recording (laughs) (laughs) but you listen every single day i promise you that word of love god loving you he's busy convincing you and it's supernatural Mm -hmm. and it will flush out fear i'm telling you now you will be far higher than what you were seven days earlier well, remember what you were talking about. Like, let's go to that scripture in First John 4. Yeah. I know they're watching the time, but they shouldn't. They should be watching the love of God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, where it says, Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love. No fear. Come on, man. Let's be realistic now. I'm sure there's at least uh, a grain of fear. No. No, there isn't. There isn't an ounce. Nothing. What about a sliver? Not even a sliver. Not even a mustard seed. I mean, that's impossible. Uh, A little little bit of fear is good for you, right? No, it's not. No fear is good for you. There's no such thing as good fear, you know? <laughs> you know, and there's no such thing as good stress and good anxiety. Yeah. There's I, no such thing. I'm I'm just I'm just stretching your thinking there, you know. This is the stuff that comes like, come on man, don't be ridiculous. No fear? Let's be realistic here. You know? And I heard an interesting thing today, not trying not to go off par, but this lady that I met yesterday that I told you about, yeah. she came in today again and she said um, that her boss said to her, he gave her a target. He can't actually afford to pay her, but he is. he gave her a job because he felt the Holy Spirit tell him to do that. And she needed a job and she didn't apply by him. He gave, He offered her a job. It's quite a cool story. Anyway. And he said to her he had to give her a target because he can't actually afford to pay her. So they need to bring in a certain amount of money to cover her salary. But he, she said to him, that's fine. I'm in faith. And he said, yeah, but we've got to be realistic. And she said to him, you cannot be realistic and in faith at the same time. There you go. You can't because if you're living in faith, you're living in the supernatural. Yeah. There's nothing logical or realistic about faith. But you're not. Um, like faith is a, you know. Yeah. Yes. Yes, that's our realistic. (laughs) (laughs) So it says, there is no fear in love, but perfect. It says perfect in my translation, but it's also developed. Yeah. Developed love, perfected love, which means you're taking the time to develop that love. And the more you develop in the love of God, the less fear there is. Yeah. Let's go back to talking about that milky glass. <laughs> I so enjoyed that illustration from last Wednesday. This is what happens when you focus on the love of God. Yeah. You turn that milky glass into clear water because you're flushing out the fear. Yeah. So there is no fear in love. Yeah. So the more you develop in the love, which, by the way, how do we do that? 
by hearing the word, the yeah. preached word, because faith doesn't come any other way. And that's what we're after. Yeah. We're after developing in the faith so that we can live the life that our Father has given us. And if we had to look at Paul's spirit, and his spirit was that glass, and we read, yeah, listen, I'm convinced. I am convinced. In other words, you can't talk me out of it. Now, listen, Paul, listen, listen. I understand <laughs> you're very happy. You, you spent a little bit of time with God. I, I'm not, I get it. I, I understand that. But come on. <laughs> come on, Paul. Let's be realistic. Come on. Paul would slap him. <laughs> he'd, pull, yeah. he'd pull a Smith Wigglesworth yeah. he, he says listen you can hear uh, let me ask you this after hearing this I'm convinced I love that man you know convinced is such a solid word Yes, it's such a persuasive word I'm convinced mm. that neither death nor life nor angels nor demons nor present nor the future or any powers Neither height, nor depth, nor anything else in creation will be able to separate me from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Do you think there's any milk in his glass? No. I think that man's glass is crystal clear. I think and it's that, full to overflow. Yeah, I think that water is purified three times over. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we need to be. Yes. A lot, of us, a lot of us, if you look at our spirits, if you look at the glass, it is still white water. White as snow. Yeah, and it's half empty. Yeah. And then there's those that are still a little bit cloudy. Yes. And then there's those that are a little bit murky. And then there's those that are, you know, they're becoming clear. Man, all of us, all of us, our glasses should be crystal clear so that all of us can speak the same language yes. like Paul did. So we're supposed to get to First John verse 16 that says and we have known yeah. and believed the love that God has for us mm. know it and believe it so you become yeah. fully persuaded or convinced of yeah. the love that he has and you come to a place like David he said man I don't care if a thousand fall at your, your left hand and ten, ten thousand at, at your right, right hand, but it shall not come near me alright <laughs> So, guys, that's that's what I have to say about that. Right. So, what are you all going to do tomorrow? We're going to listen to the preached word on the love of God, <laughs> and we're going to build ourselves up for seven days. Yeah. And don't think it's going to stop at seven days. Yeah. You're going to go for another seven days, and yeah. then another seven days. And I want to hear testimonies. I want that's to hear it. testimonies. So, guys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, we are about to call this a night. Yeah. So I just want to say thank you so much for everyone joining us. And um, I hope that you got something out of this. Mm -hmm. I started off a little rocky there. Um, <laughs> at least it was built on the rock. <laughs> um, and we're just going to close in prayer. Yeah. Father, we thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you <laughs> for being our dad. Yes, for Lord. loving us the way that you love us. Yes, Lord. It's awesome, man. We didn't do anything to deserve this. I mean, I'm looking at, at, at what Paul says here, and he says, listen, I don't care if there's angels out there, demons. I don't care how high it gets, how low it gets. You know, he's saying, or, or should I say, 
I don't care how high I go or how low I go. Yes. He says, I don't care if about what's going to happen right now in the present. I don't care what's going to happen in the future. Give your worst or give your best. But at the end of the day, I am absolutely loved. And Confused, that yes. can never, ever be taken away from me. Mm-hmm. Father, bring us to this place yes, where we speak boldly like Paul, Thank where you. we see how much you love us. And we can be that sassy when we <laughs> speak to you in fellowship, when we pray with you, and when we get around other strong believers. And help us to lift up other believers yes, when they are low. And help us to lift up other believers who are weak. Yes. And help us be a conduit of your love. And share your love with other people even as we have received. You're a good dad. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We don't deserve you. But you refuse to spend eternity without yes, us. Yes, thank you. And we thank you for that. Thank you for being my dad, man. Thank you for being my dad. I appreciate that very yes, much. Lord. In the name of Jesus, our high priest, the captain of our salvation, yes. our Alpha and Omega, we thank you for that. King of kings and Lord of lords. Amen. Amen. And like we always say... Remember, faith faith comes comes by by hearing, hearing, so so keep keep on on hearing. Hey everyone, if you enjoyed today's podcast, feel free to let us know by contacting us via our Telegram channel, Trevor Van Vieren Ministries, or send us a message on our Facebook account. And if you liked what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision which is to bring a printed copy of our newspaper to every house in our city. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow via our website at www.thedailywitness.co.za. There you will find a tab called Sow into a Vision. If you are inside of South Africa, you can use the option of SnapScan. You can download this app free of charge from Play Store or iTunes. If you are outside of South Africa, you can use our option of Give and Gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.